This is Let's Talk Arts and Entertainment, News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. Today, I'm talking with a very good friend, somebody I've known a long time, known their family, known her son, one of my best friends in high school. Uh, it is Julie Ratz. How are you doing? I'm great, Kevin. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, how have you guys been holding up uh, during all all this? Well... As far, you mean, for, as far as the ballet company goes, we've been doing pretty well because we were so lucky to have our uh, spring performance the last weekend of February. And um, the, our last performance was March 1st. And we also had our big fundraiser right before all of the COVID stuff happened. Um, a lot of ballet companies had to cancel all of their spring performances, but we were really lucky that we got ours done right before all this happened yeah um right now we're just gearing back up again uh hopefully as the state of illinois goes into phase four we'll be able to gather some dancers together and begin rehearsals for next season yeah um and also um before we get into uh what's happening this weekend um also how how have you been doing your you know family how's everybody been uh holding up the past couple of months <laughs> Well, there are five of us yep. at home all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, my son, Danny, who mm-hmm. you know you know very oh, well, absolutely. has been working at the um, Lincoln Home. And he got a job yeah. in February at the, at Lincoln's Home mm-hmm. as a volunteer coordinator and a guide. And then a few weeks later, promptly was sent home to work from home uh, yeah. because of COVID. So he's been home and helping us with our little girls yep. who are um, six and eight. Oh, my God, and, already. Uh, yeah, and Josh works for the Attorney General's office, so he's been lawyering in the basement mm-hmm. uh, and building a new patio in the backyard. Yeah. <laughs> so we've been hanging in there. You know, it's a lot of people in a, one space for quite a long time. We're ready to get back out into the world, I think. Yes, we are. We are, too. We're ready to uh, get back out there. Before we jump into the uh, what's coming up with the ballet company, um, if I can, just, uh, just a little history of you... Uh, being in Springfield or your love for theater in general and dancing and how you came to do everything you came to do everything in Springfield and wherever else well I grew up in Springfield and um, I started dancing with Grace Nadavati when I was four years old right. so almost 50 years ago now and I grew up dancing with the Springfield Ballet Company and loved mm-hmm. it so much that I went on to get a degree in dance dance a little bit in Chicago and uh, came back to work for the ballet company in 1991 and uh, you know it was my dream job to be the ballet mistress for the Springfield Ballet Company absolutely loved it and then uh, in 1997 I became the artistic director and I've been that ever since and probably will be until I die because (laughs) I don't think of it as a job I really I just feel like it's um it's Good. part of me. It's who I am. And uh, luckily, they pay me to do it. Suckers. <laughs> I would do it for free. Um, it's really wonderful. You know, I get to work with these fantastic young men and women who are so talented and dedicated to their art form. And you know how the theater community in Springfield oh, yeah. is so great. And uh, it's very welcoming and enveloping and very rewarding. And I love having one project after the other to do. So I feel very, very lucky to be here where I am, doing what I love, 
people I love. That's basically the story of me. <laughs> All right, awesome. And yeah, doing the uh and doing all sorts of dancing leads definitely to doing uh being able to dance and choreograph in uh in musicals around the around the area. Um wh- uh, right. about the time you started doing uh doing the ballet company, did you start doing uh musicals, shows, that sort of thing or did that uh did you start doing you those? Know- because musicals were never part of me growing up. Like, I didn't go to the Muni. I didn't really watch musicals or listen to musicals or anything until 2001 Mm -hmm. when I got asked to choreograph How to Succeed in Business Without Really Trying. Love that musical. Yeah, I know. It was great. I didn't really know what I was getting into, and it was so hard because when you're choreographing dance, you just choreograph dance and what looks good well when you're choreographing a musical it's a completely new level oh, of yeah. difficulty because you have to think about who's singing and where they are on stage and where they're facing and um you know making sure that the people who are singing are in front and that the you know you can do this physical activity while you're singing a song and so all of that stuff i had no experience with whatsoever so i got a really rude awakening choreographing my first <laughs> musical but what was also really cool about it was it's all guys. You know, I mean, there are women in the show, too, but yeah. the majority of the choreography that I did was adult men. Well, mm-hmm. all I had ever worked with were teenage girls. Yeah. So I was working with a completely new demographic in a completely new area, and I just felt invigorated. I was like, oh, this is great. Yeah. I would choreograph only musicals for the rest of my life if I could <laughs> because it was very challenging and very rewarding. And... um you know, the people that do community theater are so dedicated oh, yeah. to, you know, to their, you know, how that goes. And so it was great. It was a very rewarding experience. So then I'm like, all right, I'm hooked. So then I just did musical after musical after musical for yeah. um, many years. Yeah. Yeah. We've, oh, yeah, I really like that. You've choreographed uh, some I've been in and we've been in shows together. That's it's, right. Yeah. We have. We danced together, didn't we, Kevin? Yeah. It was in my first, my first Muni show. Crazy for you. That was the... Yeah. That was fun. A lot of fun. So hot. I remember how hot it was. So hot. Tap dancing on pizza pans. It's great. Yeah. (laughs) We had to put ice on our necks when we got off stage. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So, for all all the the theater people out there, a phrase that we've been longing to hear, there are auditions coming up for Springfield Pellet Company. Tell us about what's, uh, what's happening this weekend. Okay. Well, on Saturday and Sunday... June 27th and 28th, we're going to have auditions for our next season. Um, Saturday and Sunday, they're both of the auditions are at noon, and they're both by registration only. So you have to register at the Ballet Company's website through Sign Up Genius. And Saturdays is already full, so there are spaces available for Sunday. Okay. There are like 18 spaces left for Sunday. All right. And so these auditions are not just for company membership, but they're also for our training program company members commit to rehearse like 20 hours a week and um, everything for them is free and paid for. Trainees are typically under 13 years old and they come once a week to supplement the training that they have at their local dance studio. So if you're like a 10 to 13 year old and you want to have an extra class with some teachers that may not be your normal teachers and the training program is for those types of dancers and so we typically have um every 
Sunday within the week is taught by somebody else and it's a different style. So it's be ballet and jazz and modern and tap and folk and Indian dance and maybe a chiropractor will come and a nutritionist will come and perhaps someone from uh, theater to companies in town will come and talk about improvisation. So it's a very broad education of a dancer that would just supplement what people are doing at their local studio. So those auditions are um, concurrent with the ballet company auditions. All right. And you said those are uh, those are this Saturday and Sunday. I mean, the Saturday one's already full, but this Sunday, if you want to sign up, they are 12 to 1.30, and they the website is um, that they would sign up at would be Springfield Ballet Company. The spring, spring... Yeah, it's, it's Springfield Ballet Co., like Springfield Ballet Co., like mm-hmm. company. Yeah. SpringfieldBalletCo.org. Okay. And that's where you can sign up. Um, it's twenty dollars because it's a full ballet class. Right. There's a lot. A lot. Um, Sounds like a good deal yeah. for that price too. Yeah. That's you got a lot in there. So that's great. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And so what we're going to do is we're not letting anybody else in, so no parents can come in the building. We just have a dancer will come to the door and they'll get their temperature checked and get some hand sanitizer and everything yeah. will be cleaned. And they're going to be socially distant within the studio. Our dance studio is very big. So we'll have plenty of room to spread people out. Um, they'll have to wear masks when they're in the building. Oh, yeah. We're all going to be very healthy and safe, but still try to get some people on their toes. Yes. Quite literally, in fact, on their toes. Yes. 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 <laughs> so, um, and we'll have a link to the website and to the sign up so that people can, and also links to Facebook page, the websites, so people will be able to. People will be able to get any information they need. Where else would they be able to find information about the ballet company? Well, that's pretty much it. We have a phone number, but we're not in the office very much. Right. Um, the phone number is 217-544-1967. But um, you may get an answering machine, and we'll try to return that call as soon as possible. But most of the information you would need is on the Springfield Ballet Company website. Um you can probably link there also from the Hoagland website. If you want to go to Hoagland first, they have a list of all the residence groups because our offices and our studios are in the Hoagland Center for the Arts. Okay. All right. So that is in the Hoagland downtown. That's where the auditions will be. Uh, but before you go, Julie, I want to uh, ask you, what's what do you have coming up? I mean, with, with auditions, of course, but what do you and the, the ballet company, you guys be starting rehearse i guess more rehearsals um uh you know practices what 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 are you guys doing um coming up well we have quite a few different versions of what we're doing depending (laughs) on what happens in the world right our ideal version would be that we would be able to do the nutcracker um the second weekend in december Whether that can happen or not depends on a lot of factors. You know, it depends on whether the auditorium can open up. Uh, According to uh, the governor's reopening plan, the Sangamon Auditorium, where we performed the Nutcracker, is in in stage five of the reopening. So that means that no events there, more than 50 people, including the audience and the dancers, could be more than 50 people. So... Mm -hmm. If, that, if we're not in stage five and the governor hasn't changed his restrictions at all, we're not going to be able to have a nutcracker in December. But we do have a virtual holiday performance 
that we are working on with the Illinois Symphony Orchestra. So there will be some sort of holiday performance with the ballet company. And whether you can see that in person somewhere or online will depend, again, on what's happening in the world. And then we have this educational program that's going to be in February at the Abraham Lincoln Presidential Library Museum. It's at the museum in the rotunda, and it is a program called Leap into Lincoln that are dances from Lincoln's lifetime. So as soon as the dancers come back to rehearsal in July, we will start working on those dances from Lincoln's lifetime, which include ballets from the Romantic era, and some folk dances and slave dance. So um, that's an educational program, but also some pieces that we can do throughout the community uh, as events pop up. We're working on some outdoor performances with the uh, Muni and the Springfield Youth Performance Group, um, downtown Springfield Inc. So we're trying to get a temporary stage built so that we can be outside, perhaps on the uh, Y block or at the uh, farmer's market and do some outdoor performances that way. And then in the spring, we're going to do the full-length Ballet Swan Lake. And hopefully all the world will be back oh, to yes. normal. And we can have, you know, 2,000 people in an auditorium and see a full-length Ballet Swan Lake. So that's going to be probably in April, um, most likely the weekend after Easter at this point. We were scheduled for February, but we're going to try to push that back so that we can get hopefully a vaccine. And yeah. uh, we can get some people together and do Swan Lake, which is a really beautiful yes. ballet. Yes, it is. Yeah, so we've got stuff to do, but where we're going to be able to perform is kind of up in the air. But we are really, you know, if you're going to be an artist, you have to be willing to change. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to, oh, absolutely. Know, evolve and adapt to what's around us. But I really don't have any fear that people are going to want to come back to the theater. Oh, people are. I mean, we had a yeah. whole renaissance after the plague, so I think we're going to be okay. <laughs> yeah, but people are hungry for being able to see something, being able to see yeah. the arts. And, yeah, so I think it'll be come back stronger than ever is going to what's i think I what's going to so happen too. julie thank you so much for talking to me it was nice to talk to you again we are going thank to you, kevin yeah yes we'll be uh we'll be checking in soon we'll be talking again soon all right all right i appreciate it all right. nice talking to you